Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, the boys get closer and closer to the final big bad boss. But this week, they have a nice little chat with the captain, or rather, the captain has a nice little chat with the boys. So this is it. We're near the end. So something a little odd that's happening right now. As a lot of you know, we record these episodes weeks, if not months, ahead of time. So you guys are always listening to things that occurred several months ago. But something strange just happened. Because of the holidays, we haven't recorded an episode in about a month. Also, I've been making these episodes much larger. So we are about caught up. We're really close to like what we're actually doing in the show which is a little scary because uh, I don't want to run out of content. But what you're listening to was just recorded just a few weeks ago, and we are almost up to, in real life, what we're doing in the show. So you're going to be listening to the ending as it occurs almost at real time or within a week or two. So what's going to happen? As I said last week, there's a real possibility that everybody dies and... No one actually answered my question as to what you thought if everyone just died. I Again, I'm really interested to hear what you think because there's a very real possibility that that's going to happen. So please go to Discord. Let me know. What do you think if we just ended it with a big old wah-wah? I presume no one would like that. But of course, if that actually does happen and everyone dies, I will come up with an incredibly cool narrative structure for why that occurred. And there won't be just an ending. There'll be a super evil ending. <laughs> so also I wanted to mention, which I also did in the Fall of Plaguestone podcast, of what's coming up next. Because everyone is really interested. So a few real quick things. First of all, the Fall of Plaguestone is wrapping itself up. Probably got another five or six episodes left. But if you haven't caught up to that one, you can listen to that from beginning to end. And it's only going to be about maybe 30, 31 episodes so that will have an ending to it. We actually just finished recording the very last episode, which was a little weird, having the last episode recorded. And I think everyone's going to really enjoy that. So after the fall of Plague Stone, we are going to be starting the brand new Extinction Cursed Adventure Path. That is the circus-based one. We're going to be leaning heavily into the circus aspect. And there's going to be a lot of cool role-playing. It is Pathfinder, and we are going to have more or less the same cast as Plaguestone. We're going to have Vanessa Hoskins, Rob Tremarco, Lauren Sieg, and instead of Jason McDonald, we're going to be having Rob Pontus, who is also from The Order of the Amber Die and a new writer for No Direction. 
He is awesome and a super hardcore role player. So I think you guys are going to love that series. It's got a lot of cool circus elements. And we're going to be playing that up. It's not just regular circus elements. There's like a sideshow. They're going to have to build and maintain the circus. There's going to be, well, I don't want to spoil it. But if you like sort of dark circuses and like carnivals and things like that, then you're going to like this adventure path. It's going to be really fun. And the characters they built are fascinating. And something else that we're going to be doing, which is a little odd, is that two of the characters are going to be doing playtest characters. That's right. We're going to have a swashbuckler and a witch in there. Uh, I know it's a little strange because the rules haven't been finalized, but that's okay. We're going to actually use the playtest rules, and then when we get the final rules, which we should get early, we're going to modify their characters to bring them up to speed with the finalized rules. So if you want to hear how not only you know some existing character classes play, which I won't talk about right now, so if you want to hear how some existing character classes play, as well as the very cool Witch and Swashbuckler, you're in luck because that podcast is starting in a few weeks. But you're here for Dead Sons, and you want to know what's going to happen to Jason and John and Seth and Bob and Chris. What are these guys going to do? Well, they're also going to be starting on a new podcast, and that one is a little different. That one is going to be unique. That's all I have to say about that. As I said it before, we're going to be working with Paizo on that podcast, and it's going to be something that has probably never been done before, from what I know. I will tell you more about it in the upcoming weeks, but another way you can learn all about these new podcasts and see previews for all the podcasts is go to our Patreon. If you just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com, we're posting previews of all the characters for the Extinction Curse podcast. I'm also going to start doing previews for the new podcast with these guys there as well. We're going to be posting pictures, character builds, pretty much everything to do with the podcast. So if you want to know what's going on, just go there. Of course, we're going to be posting it on the Discord channel and the website as well, but not until it actually comes out. To see the previews, you just need to do a $2 level. That's it. Just $2 and you can get everything early. And then we're probably going to be releasing the episodes early. And for that, you just need the $5 level. And you will get the episodes at least one week early, if not a couple of weeks early. We're still figuring out exactly how this is going to work. We'll be working with Paizo in this one. So there is going to be some exclusivity to this content that is going to come out a bit early for Patreons. And then after that, everyone will be able to see it. And then as for Starfinder, as I said before, I just read The Chimera Mystery, The Threefold Conspiracy by Jason Keeley. That's a new Starfinder adventure path. And I thought this thing was, I don't even think it was a 10 out of 10. I don't even think it was an 11 out of 10. I think this thing was a 12 out of 10. It was incredible. I really, really want to run it. Which brings me to the problem. I can run three or four adventures at the same time. It really comes down to editing. I can edit and publish no more than two adventures a week. Right now, obviously, we're doing Plague Stone and Dead Sons, and it's taking every inch of my effort to do two a week. I will be happy to do three a week, but we need help. We need help here at Roll for Combat. If anyone wants to help out and actually edit some episodes, it's not that hard. All you really need to do is listen to the episode, take out things like ums and ahs, and sort of move some audio around. It really just comes down to listening to the episodes and helping moving things and making it a little clearer to listen to. It just takes time. It's not hard at all. I'd say one episode takes about 
I'd say three, four hours at most to edit. I know that sounds horrible. Uh, you can get it down to about two, two and a half hours. I'm usually just watching TV while I do it. But, you know, I also have to then do these intros and do all the audio and do all the video. And then I have to create the images and, you know, manage other aspects. So I can still do that if we want to do three podcasts. But if anyone out there who has some audio editing experience who wants to help out, let me know. And I'd be curious to talk to you. The problem is, is you have to do it every week. And it's, uh, it's really grueling. That's one thing when you start a podcast. You find out right away is that it never ends. You think after, like, a lot of people start podcasts and they have fun for the first couple of weeks. But then by the fourth or the fifth month, it just keeps going and going and going. And then you realize, wow, there's no stopping. You just got to keep doing this week after week after week. And that's where a lot of podcasts burn out. But I've been doing podcasts now for... I think it's like 16, 17 years, something like that. So I don't mind. I like the grind. In fact, I would do 10 podcasts if I could. But again, I'm only one person who's doing all the editing and uh, I just need help. And we could do more. We could do a million podcasts. Okay, maybe not a million, but we could do a lot of podcasts. If people out there want to help, if they want to be part of the network, let me know. I'd be very curious to talk to you about it. And uh, we'll see. We'll go from there. Oh, yes, I almost forgot. There's something else really, really cool coming. It's a new website. I keep giving a little bit more information every week, but it's going to be a new website. Now, you're thinking, what's a big deal? You got a new website. Trust me, you're going to want to see this website. This website's going to have a pretty cool functionality to it. And you're going to be like, oh, that website's pretty neat. But then something else is going to happen. We're going to be announcing something in conjunction with that website. And I have a feeling it's going to blow up. I have a feeling you're going to be hearing about this pretty much everywhere. It's going to be all over the place. Anywhere where you read about role-playing, you're going to be hearing about this thing because it is going to be a monster. And I'm having a lot of people helping me out and joining me in this thing. That's all I can really talk about, but it's going to be launching pretty quick. I have been working on this website for a few months. It's near completion. We'll be launching it in a couple of weeks. And then the, quote, thing is going to be launching. I know this doesn't make sense to you right now, but it will. Or if you're listening to this after the website's launch, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he's talking about it for the first time. Trust me, you're going to like it. So 2020 is going to be a big year for Roll for Combat. Anyhow, I've been talking for way too long, so let's get to this week's episode. Well, this is what happened. You killed these things, and he did put up communications for how you how you can talk to him if you want to, like, communicate with him. And um, you can tell. Like, he's not hiding it. Like, there's alerts. Um... Dad, you're here. So what do you do? Oh well, I tell everybody. All right. Well, my well, my clever trick utterly backfired, and now he knows exactly where we are. What are we gonna do? Seth Lipton is playing the Loshunta operative Hiroji. <laughs> Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy Rusty Carter. I suppose we should get out of here. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone Cheddar. I, I feel like we should rest. Chris Beamer is playing the tiefling technomancer, Akiro the Just. <laughs> I would love to rest. We should just wait for him to uh, come to us. We, we do need oh, to rest no. soon. Uh, we need to take the train to somewhere else and rest is what we need to do. The train is crushed. I thought we did that already. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. Right, we need to keep moving. Let's go. Keep buddy. moving. There it is. We Stop are that, leaving. The fire. You need to turn off the fire. No, we don't need to do that. Because that's the, that those, those, yeah, those doors are the doors. Somewhere. That was that was the whole yep. point. Was that those that's were the doors? Yeah, okay. that was, uh, at will, at fine. will, he can turn off the fire. That's fine. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. Uh, let me see. Let me see about that. Actually, of course yeah. you can. Tell yeah, us. can always do that. Mo hits you in the back of the head. That's what turns off the fire. It's actually only one round per level, so I mean, it might be gone already. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. You wait uh, 30 seconds, it's gone. There. Ta-da! Right. Ding. Uh, standard uh, phalanx formation. Yeah, I, I think a 10-minute wait is called for. Yeah, what's my... what's? Yeah, I, I agree with I, that. I, well, I disagree, because uh, it, it, the way the story is set up, this is a situation where he... he like, every the entire weight of the enemy force is going to fall they're, upon they're, they're us at this location. So what we what ah, the smart we thing move. to do is to spend some time trying to trying to change our location to one that he doesn't know about. Yeah, and then still can't then while we're hiding there, wait to ten minutes. Oh, yeah, good idea. Let's do it. Yeah, we're at the door. Call. That's a good call. All right, so let's get to a new location. Jason, Bob, Chris, Seth, uh, what do you think? I just moved to the center door. Yeah, I'm I, there. I, I'm there I, already. Yeah, I'm there. All right. Do you guys like that idea? Yeah, it's a love that idea. Like, get out, get out, and run fast to someplace, yeah. someplace as different okay, as so we can I'm be, and, and, and find door. a goddamn closet to li- to hide in. Three, two, one. When Bob gets here, already now. Uh, I was, I was having glitch. Tuttle runs up to the door. It is locked and sealed. Run a bypass. Right? Yeah, yeah. Technology. You can probably run a bypass. Mo hits it with his spe- uh, his pike. That's my bypass, and he fails. Cheddar. It's not Cheddar. No, Tuttle. Tuttle can hack. I'm sorry, Tuttle. Tuttle. Wait, Tuttle. Tuttle. The files are in the computer. All right, I'll do a computer's check to try to get through. It's actually an engineering check to oh, engineering then the security seals. Thirty-nine. He easily bypasses it, although he realizes and looks at you guys, going, "Whoa!" Saying they ain't fooling around. This was not like a standard lock. Like this was a level four security seal they are uh they definitely don't want you to go this way but it opens next time i'll assist i'll help make it easier we we specialize in getting to places where we're not supposed to be though you hear vibrations coming down the corridor of where the train is approaching your station you can feel through the plates creatures Rushing oh, towards get through the door and see if we can seal it or at least like door. make them think we couldn't get through here. Marines, we are leaving. Yeah, Mo is already off the map. He is he's going forward. Are, are we officially bugging out? I want to know. Yeah, I do have antennae. Wow, <laughs> that's you know, true. People make fun of the okay. You go through the doors and it looks like a standard corridor. The good news is you look around and the only things that you see in the vicinity are security robots. There's a lot of them, but they seem to be ignoring you. There's os- there's awfully quite a few cameras monitoring all around the location. The ceilings are 20 feet high. Doors, nice thick steel. Of course, the walls are the standard starship interior 
metal, which is like, oh, I don't know, 1,500 hit points <laughs> per section. And um, it's kind of dim light around this part. And it looks like there's lots of nooks and crannies for you to like kind of hide in if you want. Like, like can we run down a hallway for five minutes and go to like such a location? Before we know that, uh, before we do that, do we know whether or not we are still invisible to the security cameras? I think the security robots would be attacking us if we weren't. Yeah, that, that yeah, was the, right. that I thought was the inference. The inference was since since we're not getting attacked, the invisibility right. to, to, to the security systems is still holding. He just it, like he just got he just got clued as to the general location. And even even the entity guy said he couldn't see us. Right. Oh, I just don't. Do we get more map? This sounds like a good room to... Uh, I trust the invisibility because otherwise we're just going to die anyway. So let's trust the invisibility and move on. Well, yeah, I know, but this... Uh, I actually don't... Wait, do I have a corridor for you? I, I was kind of hoping we don't need one. Like, I, I would love it if we were just like, narratively, let's go to some completely different battle map. Because because uh, that would make sense. Okay, narratively, you're in... Uh, narratively, you're in the tunnel. Barcelona, Spain. <laughs> well, also, before you leave, do you want to try oh, to close yes. the door and relock it, Tunnel? Most yeah, I would like to do that. So to try to hide the fact that we went that. through here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I assume another engineering check? Get plus yes, two for me. another engineering check. 38. 36. 38. Between the two of you, you manage to close and seal the doors. Uh, you look at each other with the sort of, oh, thinking maybe, <laughs> maybe it's going to work. It's a security seal. You don't know if you like resealed it the right way, but it should at least stop them or delay them. The corridors, from what you can tell, if you go carefully, they're, they're fairly lightly traversed by humanoids. The bulk of the force in this area seems to be robots and security robots. Since this is the command area, they seem to be heavily reliant on automatons, and I guess they don't trust their own. Who knew? Oh, I have uh, I have that whole hunter background where I'm like all all about hunting prey and tracking people down and things like that. Can I leverage that to uh, find the road less traveled and, and pick the, the 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 like the like the the best the optimal uh, side passage to duck down to find us the safest hiding place where we can wait our survival check, man. Long of a rest we need. Definitely, as long as they all trust you, and I don't know if they trust you. I trust them. So, is this, do you think it's a survival check? Or it it's survival, definitely. Yeah, it's a survival check. All right, I'll roll it. Watch me roll another one. Close. 24. So that, that, that's raising a flag, too. <laughs> you did it. You're like, um, well, believe it or not, between the fact that the robots appear to be blind to you and there are a lot of nooks and crannies, um, you're able to duck into like a security closet or like a broom closet. And you hear people rushing by trying to find you, but it seems like they can't find you. Good. 10 minute rest. Yeah. yeah ten, 10 minute yeah. rest while we during wait until the ten, is off. Well, yes. during your 10 minute rest, you hear the person say, Fascinating. You must be completely hidden from our security cameras. No matter. There's only so many places you can go. Tell me, what are your names? Okay, in this case, I choose not to answer him. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to fall out for that one. <laughs> yeah. God, no, not, not again. Not, not fall for it again. Not again. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and, and, not, not unless, and not unless not unless conferring with uh, Tuttle, if we have some kind of plausibility of actually making that trick work. 
where where we can misdirect them to some other location. So I send out a telepathic tuddle, tuddle message. Is, is it a possible DC, and if there's a, if that's at all likely, he of course a, can roll for that if you want. I, I, I send out a telepathic message to, all, to everyone saying, "Don't reply to them because then he'll be able to translocate us." Yeah, that's <laughs> right. 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 Okay, right, so has everyone got uh, that. Is, okay, let's see who needs to do. Just let's just make do... sure Rusty and, and Akira get that. I know they like, <laughs> yeah, they like to do a lot of talking. Uh, this has got to make sure they get the message. I wasn't listening. I, I had no. I wasn't paying attention. So, 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 Tuttle, what do you think? I, try, I tried this trick once. Do you think you, you could actually make it work this time? Yeah, I, I'm not can, sure. Oh, I said that. You can do a computer's check, Tuttle, if you want to figure it out. I love that we're off the grid. Okay. Can I, can I assist? No. Uh, resolve points will be... Who wants to... Akira, do you want to do a full heal? You only have 15 stamina points left, so I presume you do. All right. In the meantime, Tuttle thinks about it a little bit. And realizes, well, they probably will be using the ship's sensors in any other way to try to triangulate our location if we talk back to him. So you probably don't want to. Cool. However, you also determined that shutting off the comm units isn't enough to completely deflect his triangulation. Instead, you can throw him off your trail by succeeding... Some other more complex computers checks. Something that, ooh, you tried to do unsuccessfully, Hiroji. But now you've had some time to look at it. You think you might be able to institute the plan you were trying, which is to talk to him and then give him a false flag. Yeah, can I estimate the risk? Can I estimate the, like, what, can I get a hint as to what the DC is? Ain't easy. You think since you have the Tomb Robber virus, you have a big bonus, but it's probably... Mm. Tuttle can definitely get away with it. He think it'll be pretty simple for him. Tuttle. You're gonna, Tuttle. I, said, Tuttle. Have to I mean, I... Talk to him, though, to, to do this. This is the opposite. You can either try I'm, I'm to... Telepathi I'm telepathically uh, talking Tuttle into it. In the meantime, before we get down this road, who wants to be healed? I gave it to Mo since he was down almost 110 stamina points. Akiro, do you need it? It looks like you're down How a much? lot, too. You have yeah, 15 yep, stamina yeah. points left. Yep. Uh, I don't believe I was the slightest bit damaged, was I? Uh, as per usual. Uh, once or twice <sighs> I've taken damage. Hiroji was not damaged. I took some Damn stamina straight. damage. So Rusty was not damaged, and Cheddar was not damaged. Tuttle, who's got... That was a good fight. I like that. Half of your stamina is gone. So yeah, I'll take a rest, obviously. Let me take down one of your 15 resolve points, Tuttle. He's Aww, got, do you, he's do got, you have to? Uh, he's got more resolve <laughs> points than half the party combined. Okay, everyone's fully healed. Again, he's like, really? You don't want to tell me your names? Now, now, how can we have a conversation? I'll introduce myself. I'm Renair, captain of the Empire of Bone. So, Tuttle, what do you think? You want to try and throw him off? Uh, I just am nervous about failing. Yeah, I used up the fail. I can assist. We I already rolled a lot of no ones, uh, no Doctor Tuttle. I don't think you have anything to fear. And can I, can I can bluff help at all? No, it's computers. Not with okay. this. It's computers. But actually, I have, I have nine ranks in computers, so that I can always assist. This I one is shot. all him. Like if we this fail, if we him. fail again, we're still blind that our computers will just run away again. Can I? Would I be able? To, would there be any indication of whether I'm succeeding or failing, or would you just we'd know it when we hear, hear people coming our way? You think you would actually know if you succeed or fail. 
Don't we have... What, am I right that we have Assess. some sensor to know... Like, we had some kind of information about, like, where their security forces were concentrating through through all of these viruses and whatnot, through our no. links and business. Nope. All right, whatever. We do not. I know you're trying to fish here, man, but you're trying to do exactly what the ship was designed to prevent from doing. It's like you, you're literally a military vessel. I, I am literally doing what you, I'm doing. What you literally told us to do at the beginning of this uh, episode, which was pull out all the stops. This is really dangerous. Do everything you, that you can. I am I, doing that. <laughs> I am correcting. I'm just letting you know I'm not being a hard ass. It's actually a lot of this is written into the module. In fact, a lot of this has been designed like this. So I'm not trying to be difficult, but it is going to be, it is hard. Like what you're trying to do is hard, but there are ways around it. You can put him off your trail. You could ignore him or you could just keep moving. And the longer you stay anywhere, you do know they will, it's going to get easier and easier to triangulate your location just using external means, even though you are completely invisible. I say don't apologize for being a hard ass. Be a hard ass. Oh, I know. And I say, Tuttle, give it a shot, because uh, I, I think if we can throw, like, if we can throw the bone and get all the dogs going someplace opposite from where we're moving, that's preferable to, the, to them. Like, we're actually not that far away from where they zeroed us, so that would be preferable to running into random encounters, which is possible to to get to get out of this general vicinity that they've already pinged us there once. You do know that you're a good like thirty minutes walk to the full command center, like. For security reasons, this oh, is our awesome. station, but it's not ah. like the Enterprise where you go. Oh, the uh, the elevator goes right onto the bridge. Yeah, that doesn't exist. That that's uh, that's fantasy. This is like there's a security method. Like you are gonna have to go through secure areas, but with the virus, and if you help move the dogs off you, you might be able to have a smooth sailing all the way to the command center. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, let's 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 do that. Um, let's do that thirty-minute walk. Mo will open up the door toward the command center in the path of least resistance. All right, give me a survival check, and then let me know if you want to do the computer's reverse thing. Survival. Mm -hmm. It's survival because it's heroic. Oh, Mo's pretty 45. good though. Mo, Mo. Mo's doing great. Maybe Hiroji wants to consult with Mo yeah. if you guys have this yeah, the right ideas. Yeah, Hiroji, take a powder. Mo's going to take o take over from here. I guess we'll try to like. I guess we'll try to throw him off our scent. Okay. He keeps asking. He's like, "Really? Why so shy? You're on board the ship. I'll answer any questions you have. I'm very curious how you're defeating our security. This is quite ingenious. I have to give you credit." Being hidden from sensors. Never expected that one. And you're living. Hmm. Seems like somehow the anti-living death traps. Those aren't detecting you either. How you're moving through the ship. Quite ingenious. You must tell me your names. I must know who our adversary is. I have a certain set of I skills. Say, uh, maybe, maybe we aren't your only adversary. Oh, excellent. A response, finally. Oh, God, you guys. What's your name? Mom is the word. This <laughs> lips sink ships, you guys. <laughs> the walls have ears. Wait that, that was, wait, that was as part of this whole attempt to throw him off, right? And also, I'm going to try to get him paranoid about his own people. Since they remember there was that room, the, we found that data pad thing with the talk about the revolution. Yes, that, that's true. The mutiny. 
I don't think you need to be worried about who we are. I think you need to be worried about how a bunch of living people have so much access to your ship and who let us have it. Oh, are you talking about the planned mutiny? <laughs> I knew all about that plot. Honestly, I was looking forward to it. Clearly, you didn't know everything then. Oh, I knew. I'm not too worried. So, are you to perhaps try to take over the ship? Try to succeed where she failed? How drill? Who's, who's she? Oh, right, right. I'm curious. I was following her progress. She was getting awfully close. Almost ready to actually launch that coup. It would have been fun. Well, I guess you uh, came in and killed her. Shame. She was so much fun to torture. I guess I'll just have to waste it on you. What do you hope to accomplish? You can't possibly defeat us. Even if you make it up here, you'll never succeed. We're far too powerful. Uh, I know that Rusty wants to say something, probably. Well, actually, honestly, I'm a little annoyed from a narrative point of view. He's monologuing. I'm not hearing anything interesting out of this guy, so, I mean, that's fine. Oh, yes, I'm going to defeat you. You'll never beat us. Yada, 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 yada. He's giving us nothing. Yeah. I'm not going to engage this guy. He, he, he is a boring villain. Yeah, Mo is really trying to get from A to B. We have a 30-minute window. We are traveling 30 minutes to the bridge. That's that's basically what Mo's trying to do. Well, at what point Rusty, can I make? Rusty. At what point you can, can make I make the computer? You can make it now. Okay. You can make it now. Rusty, he's gonna Rusty. he's gonna be talking uh, yes. to you the whole time. As, as part as part of this as part, as part of this computer check to throw him off, we should absolutely yeah. start into a soldiery yes. <laughs> flag waving dialogue wow. about species rights and like and the like and the the and ultimate the, the ultimate the ultimate person pur purpose of civilization. And like, and just get get all Star Spangled Banner on him. Wait, wait, wait! You As want you want me to Captain Kirk him? I, mean, I want you to Captain Kirk him. I want you to Captain Kirk him while the engineer is having that come from the the decoy location. That sounds okay, more like you a John Luke actually Picard a hand, music actually. only used when Kirk explains the Federation to poor ignorant savages. You want me to basically do that, right? Oh my <laughs> God, I'd love it. <sighs> Uh, no, I'm not going to engage this guy. Uh, I was willing to talk to him, uh, but you know what? Uh, no, he, he, he's he's just simply trying to identify our location. I, I don't trust that this conversation will be useful. I feel when we are in his face, then we will have a conversation. Well, Aeon Tuttle manages to like do it perfectly with his 20 that you were too busy talking over. That is awesome. And he is able to redirect everyone to go totally the wrong way to the point that you even see the security robots starting to move away from you and as you walk down the corridor they actually almost go away from you like you guys are walking on the right side and they're all like walking on the left side like no one is even going near you it's it's working perfectly yeah that is let's, awesome. let's not forget mo's 19 roll for survival i mean you know that kind of went and mo is doing but... a perfect job of hiding in between the corridors Ducking into empty rooms, hiding, That's right. missing patrols. You guys are doing a really good job as you're getting closer and closer. Meanwhile, right. the captain continues to ask you about your mission, what you found, what you're trying to do. Why aren't you talking to him? He wants to hear. He's really interested in hearing all about you. 
Yeah, is this, is this decoy location ongoing? Because I'd love <laughs> yeah, to continually send him yeah. like requests to various online games. Like I want to send him a Stoku request. I want to see. I want to. There's some. There's some massively multiplayer online game. I want to send him a friend request in that. We should go and we should raid. Yeah, Mo, he'll know uh, Mo's mission when he Mo puts his foot up in his ass. Basically, that. Is. <laughs> That's that's what I'll know. That's what he'll it'll crystallize. No gray area in his mind when we reach that point, and that's really just Moe's kind of like herding the cats this way, this way from no no gray point B. No gray area and no gray matter either. A to B, A to B. That's there's 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 no there's nothing to talk about here. While you're hiding, you do see some of the patrols. And the patrols are no joke. They're two of those Baycocks and ten corpse folk marines. So that's like that's a stand up fight. That was double the force you faced in the um, in the uh, last uh, train station. Remember those guys you faced? That's like, oh, yeah. It's like twice. Well, not twice, but twice as many corpse folk with all those grenades and those. Baycocks who could like totally destroy you and like suck out your levels. Those guys ain't fooling around. So you are successfully stealthing and getting around them. Even your Tomb Raider virus was not enough to avoid the conflict, but you were able to use your security to avoid not one, but probably two encounters. And you are up to the door for the command center. What oh do you my do? Mo! Watch Mo step through and just, just get disintegrated. That'd be hilarious. You see a large double door in front of you. You know this is it. This is the command center. What do you do? I think just, we should buff up. Do like yeah. an engineering check on the door. See if it's good. Don't any... open it yet. I will assist. Don't open it yet. I'm gonna open it up. I'm gonna check it and see if it's got any like additional countermeasures that the other doors. Yeah, check for traps. Listen at the door. Check wait, for traps. No, twenty. Sorry, Sorry wait. Uh, that was supposed okay. to be an engineering check. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not athletics. Can I keep the twenty? Oh, rusty. I gave him plus two. Let's go with that. Such a rusty. There you go. That is the double door, and Tuttle will easily be able to securely disable the device locking the door. You do not set off any alarms, you believe, with your excellent engineering check. The door is ready to be opened at your will. Right. So, Mo explains to everybody oh. he's going to open on he's going to open the door on 3 and he's Don't going start count counting yet because one. To... right, hold. And I I, I, I activate it. my uh, cloak. All right, so I'm going to cast uh, first thing I want to cast is mirror image. So let's do really? that. Really? Oh, I I never saw that coming. You know what? For the first time ever, I'm actually not gonna. I'm gonna not give any of him shit or any of you. Like, you no, guys no, he's talk. actually doing it before a fight. You guys should fucking buy. All right, I'm, I'm gonna do that, and then I'm also gonna cast on myself greater invisibility. How about that? Yeah, oh, nice. oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> How does that work? Oh, that works. It's just as it's on the tin. It works well. The spell functions the like <laughs> exactly. How do you spell that <laughs> correctly? Uh, this spell functions like invisibility, except it doesn't end if the target attacks. The creature or object touched becomes invisible if the target creature in any way is How in the carrying vanishes, blah, blah, blah. It lasts for one round per level. Right, I'm going to put it on you so we don't forget. And I have a mirror image. Well, actually, should I even bother with the mirror image then? 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Well, if it's you're invisible, the mirror image is not going to do. I can give it back to him. But um... they can be. Well, no, I, I'll, I'll do it anyway can be because it's, it's one minute per level. So like when the invisibility, if it runs out, I will have the images after. Right. They'll still be there. Okay. Strategically, uh, round one. Uh, I have. We should use my fast talk feet. I will confuse them to try and actually get a surprise round for each of us. Right. Let's go with yeah. that for now. Um, right. okay, so you're all buffed. Right. Hold on. Yeah, I know you want to run in the door, John. Wait two seconds. Oh, yes. Oh, is ready. He's, itch. He's got the itch. I think it could face through the door or the wall also. You might oh, be wait. able to, yeah. Um, I'm going to try the, e- the stink eye and see if I can see through the door. Though I realize that, you know, starship metal may be too thick, but I'll give it a shot. I'm going to look that up. Oh, you know what? I'm going to cast one more spell on myself, too, while you're doing that. I'm going to cast flight on myself. Oh, I have another one, too. Hold on, let me just look up X-Ray. Mo, after the surprise round, uh, if you are unable to reach the boss that first round, uh, wait till after me. I'll spend a resolve point and give you an extra standard action. Oh, um... Oh, I've had so many useful abilities. I've just That's kind of nice. Fortunately, the X-ray anyway. visor will not go through this uh, any star metal. So this is star metal. So yeah, I, fig- I figured, but I figured we should at least try. Yeah, well, right. th- it's it basically star metal. It won't go through, and this is military grade star metal. So it's like nope. It's only really good for plastic, stone, metal, or lead. But yeah, if they metal. make the ship out of wood, we're in business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, I want to explore the possibility of being cloaked using my phase shift escape to phase through the door or the wall without opening the door and t- tipping everybody off and using my stealth so I could appear in the room unnoticed, be able to telepathically give everybody the layout of the room so we could more pr- appropriately prepare and then bust it. So I want to explore that. I, I like all that. That sounds great. Why don't we go down right. the line just so that because it's getting a little confusing for me. Akira, were you going to cast another spell? Yeah, I'm casting flight now. So. How long does flight last? Uh, 12 minutes. Okay. Those are the three preliminary that I know of. Uh, Jason, did I miss what you're doing before fighting? Against? I don't really. I mean, I don't know that I necessarily have a, uh, have a good action to do before we go in. All right. Uh, Mo, I know is... Let me rephrase that. Mo only has one thing, which is run in and hit it. So, okay. Wrong. Uh, Mo, before he opens up the door, is going to activate his haste circuit. Nice. There you go. But he is going to wait for our reconnoiter from Akiro. Yeah. Can we do something clever with like readied actions? Like say, like say hypothetically, my uh, my recon works. My recon trick works. And I'm able to say, you know, 30 meters from the door to the left is this guy. That's your target. Like, so can you, uh, re- like, ready in action so that when the door opens, you immediately attack that person. And we'll be able to get the jump on them prior to initiatives rolls, and we could get kind of a, a like a like an extra bonus. No, you get surprise a surprise round. Like surprise round is exactly one standard action. Okay. Uh, all right. So let me talk about this. So, so let me see if this is worth it and if it will work. Uh, 11th level, you move through solid matter by taking your body's matter out of phase for just a moment. as a full action. You can spend one resolve point to move uh, up to five feet of solid matter. So my first question is, because I would have known how this works, uh, can I show up on the other side with, like, already hiding? Like, with my, like, like can a move action be in there, or, 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 or does that... 
or, or does the act of phasing mess with my ability to hide in my cloak that anybody that happens to look through my direction will be able to see me no matter what? Well, what is what's it called? The ability. Uh, it's like uh, like it's the interaction between phase shift escape. No wait, what's it called? I'm just looking up the uh, the uh, phase shift I, phase I, shift escape is is the name of the power that lets me phase through walls. Phase shift on. escape. Let me just look it up. Like I think you can I think you can hide first and then phase shift after that and still be still be hidden. And I can't phase through for force fears or bar barrier like wall of force. And if it's too thick, uh, it fails and I burn resolve. But the door is probably not going to be more than five feet. And solid yeah, matter. I've is never just, seen it. There's no door. Solid matter is just solid matter. So I don't know if it's star metal matters. Okay. Well, right. You can only use it once, though. And then right after. And I gotta say, th this seems to be the time to do it. Okay. So you want to like be in that room before the door opens. Right. Exactly. I want to be in the room before, like a like a like a little bit of time before it opens. See what see what all is in there. Tell you all what that is, and and get a bonus on our uh, on our on our first attack that way. All right, I'll say that you can use it since it's part of Ghost, and I would imagine that's the whole point of it. So I'll say you'll be able to use your cloaking field stealth and then phase through and be hidden. All right. Well, then if if any, and anybody if anybody doesn't have a wait wait stop, I'm doing it. I'm uh, doing it. Wait 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 stop. Ah. I want. I have to make my monologue. <laughs> I, all right gentlemen i know i ha don't know you that long but i feel like some of us may not make it after we go to the other side of this door and i just want to say it's been an honor to serve and fight alongside you mo very good kill them all <laughs> and that's it all right so so i, I do I it I, I phase i phase in and i report what i see do i make a, a hide check my rifle is equipped in going a in. Stealth check. Hold on, give me a second. You're doing things that the old Akira never did, so. Where's that cloak? Cloaking field. Here we go. Okay, use stealth. So just do a stealth check. All right, here I go. Wow. 42. That's not bad. No one can and see you. It's only plus 24 because I'm not using the, the for a combat trick. <laughs> and no one can even see you, not even your own guys. You're like, where'd he go? Now put yourself where you want to phase through. You can be. You doesn't have to be where you're standing now, like because this will matter where you're. It's going to matter where you enter. Okay, that's where you went in. You phase through. He disappears. You enter the room. Inside the room, you see a large room. It has double doors on the fore and aft walls. Obviously, the one right below you, and there's one north of you, approximately 10, 15, 10, 20, 45, 50 feet in front of you. Everyone is getting a simulcast of this description telepathically. Two large computer consoles flank the four, the four door. Ten foot wide raised platforms with metal railings run along the port and starboard walls. Basically, the west and east walls have these ten foot wide by, what's that, 40 foot tall railings that is raised above the floor. What's extremely interesting is right in front of you, is a large display case made of clear material standing evenly spaced in the center of the room. There's four of these large cases. Each case contains a different item under a harsh white spotlight. One has a red and gold spear. One has a humanoid skull and spine. Another one is a severed hand with a gem embedded in it. It's horribly desiccated. And finally, a space suit helmet 
with a swirling red mist within it and blood splattered on the inside visor. This appears to be a trophy room of some mm. sort. That, that is right in my wheelhouse. That is right <laughs> in my cultural wheelhouse. And am I, am I impressed by that? You go in here and you are like, oh my God, this is the best man cave I've ever seen in my life. I'm <laughs> home now. You are like, I have aspired to have something like this. Each of these treasures appears to be priceless artifacts, beautifully displayed. Give me a perception check as well. All right, hold on. Perception. Do we get, do we get a visual of the room since we do get no, telepathic? I'm just describing it. it. I'm just describing it. You're gonna have to do this one. And in I gotta mind. say, I'm actually over describing the stuff that I like and that to display case to the point that one of you might have to say, "Dude, dude, get to the point. Get to the point. Where, where's the enemies?" Okay, so far so good. You're still hidden. 39. Excellent. Hiding behind the display case. In fact, now you see them. Each of the display cases, there is four large creatures. They appear... Well, I'll show you what they look like. It'll be easier than trying to describe them. That is what they look like. They look like undead monks that... Can bend. I've been, through, I've been through the mangler. They look like they look like <laughs> undead monks that have been through the yeah. mangler. Yeah, they, it looks like they have gone through hell and back and can shape themselves in any way. They seem to be hiding, waiting, stealthing themselves, trying to counter and attack you all as you enter the room. There's four of them, one behind each case, one, two, like where the doors are. There's one to the east, one to the northeast, one to the northwest, and one to the west, hiding behind the cases. So far, they don't see you yet, as you've been stealthing and you've been quiet and doing it telepathically, and you're also hiding behind the case. Every so often, they're peeking. It looks like they're just waiting for the doors to open and aren't doing a very good job at trying to find you. All right, you so, can so give me a mysticism check if you might even know what these are. Oh, I got plus 17 mysticism. Sure, why not? 25. Not great, but you've heard of these things, being the hunter that you are. These are one of those utmost opponents that you've always wanted to fight. These are Koro Boots, are also known as the Black Monks. They're the vengeful undead remains of members of highly structured groups, such as priesthoods, military disciplines, and, oh, your favorite... The Solarian Orders. They have empty black eye sockets and often seem to be little more than leathery husks of skin, despite their significant physical power. You know that they arise when they violate the tenets of their order in ways that create great suffering. You also know that they have massive abilities, including multiple attacks like oh i don't know four or five at a time cones of death flashing strikes and solar manifestations multiple types that is fabulous this is the most awesome room ever i love it i love this room i love everything about this room uh so let's see my st like i'm super hidden and it's really good and i, and I only lose that uh, attempt to hide if i attack so i'm not going to attack but I am relaying all this information, giving all their their precise locations in the room. 
uh, and I think I'm going to proceed all cloaked uh, with that high check still attacked all the way to the opposite side of the room to the other doors. And so when we bust in, I can attack from the opposite location than they expect. Hide in plain sight. Do you need to reroll the check? No, apparently not. Apparently the, the thing that ends the attempt to hide is if I attack. Okay. Okay, none of them see you. You're, you're hiding in plain sight. It's literally working. You're using nice. your ghost ability. You walk right down the center of the room. <laughs> you're hiding. What a cool character. Door. I love this character. Yeah. <laughs> the door on the other side looks like a mirror image of this door. But you can tell that this door is not only <laughs> locked from what you can tell from like, oh, the flashing signs and the red all over it. But it physically is barred. They obviously do not want anyone to go through this door. There are doors to the west and the east above those, like, you know, railings that just appear to be normal doors. You are in a very good position where you could easily get the drop on them. But you also know that these guys are no goddamn joke. And there's four of them. Right. Okay, so uh, my suggestion to the group is I actually start this show. Uh, I use my uh, shot on the run cloak field hide at the end of my move at the end of my rehide at the end of my attack trick hope i make a good roll to hide at the end of my first attack and with them with their plans up uh, with their plans thrown into shambles by them suffering an attack from a completely different direction than, than what they expect that should give you guys the, uh, the opening to come in and nice. get them the bums uh, rush. get the get the, get the yes. drop on them where they instead of them getting turn the tables yeah, yeah. yeah. Then getting like drop it. on us, we get the drop on them. I, I am, I am. You understand? My fate is going to give us all a surprise round anyway. I like it. I say yes. Yeah, both, both will be great. Okay, I mean, during your surprise round, make make sure you attack first. That's fine. Okay, so so then, how about roll initiative? Do I, I'll, I'll do that. How about that? I don't care. I'll shoot. Oh, I'll shoot. Wait. I'll do my trick first. Okay. I'll roll initiative. I'll do whatever you want. What do you want to do? All right. Uh, open the door. I use my feet. Everybody go. Is that what we're doing? Are we really yeah, okay, doing so, this? Uh-oh. Uh, Moe's going to use his swift action to activate his... Roll for combat! Um, hey, Circuit. Then he's going to open up right, the doors. Before initiative, is, before initiative is rolled, my feet goes off. Uh, I use my fast talk ability and make a bluff check saying out loud... All right, boys, you know Captain Renair's orders. We're supposed to actually fan out and be a distraction so that the Kuroboots defending this room actually are able to deal with the enemy when they come in. So that's fine. Just let's go. We're going to enter in. Remember, the Kuroboots were our friends, and we're going to just simply be distractions. All right, everybody go. And I say that in the Oxian, of course. Okay. Go, go, go. Go, Gadget. All right, bluff check. New. No, I will be re-rolling that one. Well, hold on. 30. We're at D6 plus 2. Let me do some math. Uh, average is a 35. A re-roll with a plus 24. Now, actually, adding works better. So I'm adding a D6 plus 2 to that. Yeah, 33. One of my worst bluff checks. My apologies, guys. What is that up against? That is up against his Sense CR. Yeah, or CR is 15 plus 1 half their... Um, CR. Hold on. This is going to be close. Hold on. I'm confirming the feat. Um, yeah. I think that's it. You make it. Alright, cool. 
Hiroji's up first, but it's a surprise round. You only get one standard. Oh, it's actually their... Uh, no, target CR. Right, sorry. It's that or perception bonus. Either one. Yeah, okay, got it. Perception bonus? So I get one standard action, huh? That's right. So you can't do your trick attack. But that means I have to think about it a little bit, because I would like to do something else. I would like to, I would like to leverage this in some fashion. All right, I think what I'm going to do is uh, staying hidden, I'm going to get into a better position now that I can actually see what everything looks like. And so I think what I'm going to do is this. I'm actually just well, going I could have put move. you where you would have been anyhow. Because I, I, just tell me, just put yourself where you want it to be and you would have been there. Okay. You don't need to wait for that. Okay, you can go there. It's no problem. All right, so then for my surprise action, I am going to open that door so it opens by itself. Door's locked. Oh really? Can I can, can I try to can I can I in this move action try to quickly unlock it and open it with like my skills? Wow, you're trying to bleed encounters. Not gonna tell you what to do, but probably not a smart idea. But go right ahead. Yeah, don't 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 bleed encounters. Yeah, I, actually, I was I was thinking that might be a closet or something. <laughs> to be honest, at some point you have to pew pew. Yeah. All right. Well. uh... I'm still going to try to unlock the door. I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to try and unlock it. Oh, boy. Okay. Go right ahead. So what is it? Is it engineering? Is it computers? What is it? Uh, it is... got to look this one up. I that's, did not expect that. I have to look it's up. It's unlocked. It's not unlocked. Every, locks, every door is going to be locked. Uh, engineering. Uh, engineering. Plus 20. I'll give it a look. 33. You fail and set off the alarm. Oh, boo! You're the one that you decided to do it. Suddenly, um, these things are very yeah, much aware right. of you. The key is up. High, how high is the ceilings in here? 20 feet. But you have to go through the door first. Okay. Um, I have 60 feet of movement with flight. So I have one action, right? That's correct. That's, that's 20 feet to get there. And then I fly to the ceiling and, and hover there. You're at the ceiling? Actually, I probably can move more, right? How, ceiling is... 20 feet up, you said? Yeah, you can move a little so more. So I can move 20 more feet. So I'm in the ceiling over there. Rusty's up. Okay, so I saw Mo activate his haste circuit, which gives him an extra move action. So for my surprise action, I'm going to give Mo a move action, which will give him move action to move to the monster. Haste circuit is an extra move action. He'll have a standard with surprise. Mo should be able to move to the closest one and get a full round of attacks as a surprise. That's action. close. That's close. But um, not quite correct. You are 30 feet away from the one monster. You'll get a full round of attacks on it. I will only get a standard for surprise. That is correct. Haste, her, haste circuit doesn't activate till next turn. So oh, it doesn't activate. Move no, 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 that's, action, that's, that's which allows that's me to move and make a standard action, which is perfect no, hey, that's perfect yeah okay that's fine you'll, you'll be able to actually do that but the hay circuit not activating until next time was the the issue i thought Correct. you activated it beforehand all right uh fine i'll give you a move action this round anyway that's fine Go that's ahead. a good thing that's a really good thing all right mo's up you guys all sound scared don't be scared I'm not scared. I just don't scared. want these guys to all go in at the same time yeah, I after I get in. Me. I'm like, be scared. Don't be scared. Be scared. Don't be scared. Oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm outside the room, so I have no problems. Oh, I, I, I like to I like to keep you on your toes. I got I to gotta mix it up. Can't make it too easy. But be scared. Just not of these guys. 
Okay, you should be scared of these guys yeah, a little bit. They're, they're wimps. I'm not worried about it. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. They look very weird to me. Oh, they are. Move action and a standard action. Is that correct? Yep. All right. So, Mo is going to... Was there some kind of balcony or something on the right and the left? Yeah, that, yeah, they're like it's a little up balcony, with a railing, little, little raised up, mm-hmm. just like ten, just five feet off the ground. Wow, that's even flat-footed. You miss. Rolls of four. Crew Batsu. Tuttle's up. Tuttle is up. Um, I'm going to go into the room and I'm going to turn on my jetpack and go ver- and go vertical. Oh boy, here we up go up to the ceiling. Now we got to look that up because a lot of people were complaining we were doing that wrong. Jetpack. Or jump jet? Actual jetpack. Both. Well, you get average maneuverability. You can use this for cruising flight usage, only one charge. But you're flat-footed and off-target while doing so. So you can go up, but you're going to be off-target, but it's up to you. And flat-footed. I'm hoping these guys don't have ranged attacks. Good Or at least point. if ra- their ranged attacks are far less effective than punch. That's punching. what I'm hoping. So I'm going, Fair enough. I'm, I'm going up to the ceiling. Got it. You're up to the ceiling. 30 feet. Cheddar's up now. He still can't really get in position to shoot anything. So I just kind of park him out here a little ways. Okay. Now it's the second round. They're all aware of you. Alarms are going off. Or is it, is it the second round or is it the actual first round? Because it, yeah. this was all a surprise well, round. Well, it's actually the second round because you still use like... Like, you still used a round of greater invisibility in the surprise round. Like, that still counts. Like, so for, for, for like, things that are permitted doesn't matter, but for greater invisibility, it will matter. So that was a round used up. And I'm going to presume he cast it, like, right before the door was open. So I gave it to you so you didn't have to waste it. So, but Hiroji's up. Okay, so fool of a took me messing around with that stuff. Throw yourself in next time. I know. I'm going to immediately. That's actually part. That's actually why I was actually curious about exactly what kind of breath of time a surprise round is, because uh, now I'm going to do to immediately try to mitigate the damage I did and try to shut off the alarm. Wow. Okay. And so, what is it? Computers or engineering? Engineering. Cool. And I got a 36 in my trying to stop the alarm. You roll a 36, try to stop the alarm, and you fail. Damn it! What have you done? Shazbot. Yes. Next time, throw yourself in, fool of a took. And that was a standard action. I don't know why you're wasting your time with that, but it's up to you. Got to move left. I I like the story. I like like things going the way that uh, they would kind of go. Um, So I have a move action left. All right. So for my move action... uh, Oh, for, like, can I, as a move action, quickly uh, jam the door... And break the lock? No. No. It's electronically locked. There's no lock. It's a military-grade electronic door on a... That's too bad. No, there's All nothing right. you can do. So, uh, so then before I move, uh, I shall... Did that ruin my hide? I'll hide again. I'll mm, move and did hide. Did you attack? You didn't really attack, so I'll say no. But no, it was a standard action to try to disable the thing, right? Right. Was it, well, it was also a standard action to try to open it, so... Right. You would have moved. You would have ruined yeah, your so hide. So the only thing I have is left is a move, so I can't attack. Okay, so you can hide so again. I'm going to move and hide. Okay, roll your hide. Akira's up. He's hidden and invisible in the ceiling. What are you doing? Uh, Akira is doing something. Akira's going to attack. 
Okay. I get no plus or anything, right? They're still flat-footed, but I'll take care of that. All right, so I'll attack. I'm going to do full-round attack on the one that I'm looking down at to the south, to the north. Well, they're flat-footed to you anyhow because you're invisible. Ah, not the one that mouse attack. Ah, once again, we're not focusing fire. Excellent. Yeah, 28. Do it again. He's like looking around, wondering where it came from. That's how we do it. And I'm down. Now Rusty's up. Rusty can't see anything. He's behind a wall. Oh, you mean I have to enter the room? I know you're loath to do that, but you don't have to. Well, I would prefer not to if I could avoid it, but I suppose that's just the way that it goes. Okay. I am moving over here, knowing that both Mo and Hiroji could focus fire on the one that's right there, so that is the one that I'm going to attack and try and make flat-footed more permanently. Uh, It's a 42 bluff. Sure. Hit. First blood. Damage. First damage on any of them. This one looks around, sees you all, and does something truly frightening. With a disciplined mind, as one, all four of them, in a strange ritual, pull out a vial from their cloaks and drink it. That's all he does. The one to the north does the exact same thing. The one to the northwest does the exact same thing. I shall call them wasters of their turn or they are all starting to glow with the solarian power that you know and love. This oh is shit. A deep, intense glow, and you realize this ain't no joke. John is up, Mo is up. The one that I am next to in the southeast corner, that one has not taken a vial, am I correct? It took a vial, but that does not provoke. Okay. Alright. Uh I know one has not. Um all right. No, they so all did. The one that Akiro tacked has not gone yet and has not taken a vial. It probably okay. will. All right. I am taking out my uh jeez, my sword and I'm going to do a f- Oh, actually, for a move action, I'm going to do this. You're jumping off 35 feet. I am now going to do a full attack. You're jumping the, the- nice. Wait, Sorry? you're jumping Wait. off the That's a that's a balcony. You're jumping off the balcony? Oh, I thought we could go underneath that. Okay. Oh, you're going under it? Well, I oh, mean... Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then I'm going to do a full attack to the one to the southwest of me. Okay. I like how you're out monkeying the monk. They didn't even start. Well, so, so far. <laughs> I mean, I think they're going to unleash hell soon. Yeah. It's going to get really horrible. horrible. Really, really weird. Is that a full round attack? When that guy's flat-footed? I have a get him. Damn. Wow! With a six, I hit forty-three and I damage. Get forty-three points of damage for my second attack. Wow! Okay, so ninety? No, eighty-seven. No, no, 84. 84. Boy, my math is bad. Wow! Can I? Sh- do I have a firing lane shooting over the display case? No, the display cases are very tall. They're like ten feet tall. Okay, I'm going to move then, staying airborne. I wonder if we should use something in these display cases. <laughs> I want to put on that helmet with the smoke in it and become a god. Or like that, was it the, the finger? Does the one the hand have a ring on his finger? Yeah, I'll you chop hit. my hand off and hand affect myself. 
Yeah, nice. Uh, you hit with fire for 12 points, but it has some resistance and only does seven. Shatters up. Focus on that one. Tactical razor bat. You might have to push the button at some point in this fight. Cheddar does more damage than Rusty. That's crazy. Oh, by far. Everyone does. Uh, why have we never actually just built a nuclear weapon into Cheddar so we can just send him into a room? If you press one of the buttons, it does that. Uh, Cheddar, sorry, this last one also drinks a vial in the exact same manner as the rest of them and starts to glow. Strictly speaking, I have a self-destruct for him. That's true. That's, nice. it, it occurs no matter what, whether you want to or not. That's the thing. I have no control over it. If he goes under 10 hit points, he goes into shutdown mode and sets out the uh, sets off the EMP. Like the Mandalorian. Hiroji's up. All right. So my patented uh, shot on the run, stealth trick, whatever. And uh, But instead of making a flat-footed, I'm going to try and ricochet. So let's see if I stealth first. You're going to bend the bullet like in, in Wanted. 40 will do it. Exactly. All right, so that gives me, gives me my extra damage. And if I hit, I can get the extra attack. So let's see. If bullet bending. Go, go for it. You know, you also have something called triple shot or something. That's terrible. Should yep. I open that door? Are you moving? I know. I know. I got <laughs> jinxed. Everyone else is like totally. One bad move, and now it's all over. My kung fu is broken. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, you you're you you have broken your your key. You're like your yeah, your humors yeah. are out of balance now. You're right. You? That's exactly <laughs> it. Everyone else is doing great, and you're just like setting off alarbs, tripping, not hiding. Well, you gave us good intel. I've be, become good. comic relief. <laughs> hey, uh, Mo, Akiro, and Tuttle. Do you remember actually when Roji was you know missing and lost from our party and wasn't able to add to these fights? Uh, it's just it was so long ago. Remember when he was cool? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I know. You still got a move left. I spit the uh, match out of my uh, mouth with a snarl, and I say, it's time to get serious. And then, I, I, take, and then I take my move, uh, and I move over to this one. Okay. Hopefully that'll reboot my mojo. Akiro, go. I, I want to make a, a uh, knowledge check on this guy. Okay. Mysticism. All right. Anything you learn now will be forgotten when we start playing again. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, we'll all be FYI. Fine. You rolled a two. What What do you want to know? Well, I want to know what this glowing is. Oh, that's the Solarian power. The Solar... There's Solarian manifestations that they're getting ready to start using. So that's when they do the AOE blow-up thing? God, they can do so many things. Starquakes, gravity surging, crushing black holes. You name it. Uh, that's annoying. All right, you know what? Um, I I'm going uh, to take a shot at this guy, and then I'm going to move. So I get a plus anything. He's still flat-footed? No, he's not. To you, he might be, because he doesn't know where you are. I shoot that. Yeah. Sweet. I'm actually doing some damage. damage. All right, I'm going to move, though, now. I'm going to move here and be on the ceiling here. Rusty is up. All right, well, plan A and B. Uh, there's one we're focusing fire on, so as a move action, it's uh, uh, get him, and I will try and make him flat-footed, because it looks like everybody can fire on that one. Well, you know, everybody is going to do damage, unlike Akiro and Hiroji. So, okay. 
I've already done a hundred points of damage in this combat. I, uh, I, <laughs> can you, can you attack it? Can you attack it? It's taken yes, well over a hundred. Yes, I you am. Can possibly right kill it. Well, we'll see. Let me start with that before I do my uh, get him. Then fine. I, I do attack first. Uh, Rusty's using a, a, a BB gun. He's using a level 0.5 yeah. BB gun. In basically, yes. Uh, every, there we go. Oh, look at that. Uh, okay, guys, guys. Whoa. Guys, Rusty I got in one. the house. Guys, I got awesome. this one. Don't worry about it. Don't, that don't is worry about it. Awesome. I got this one. That is that is an ending note for this episode. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Rusty yeah. does 28 points of damage. No, no. Rusty killed the monster solo. That's fine. I got it. That's great. So... So that's that's twenty eight plus what plus a hundred plus another hundred because I know I know. Uh, well, I, I I shot it and it died. That's all I really. Know. I'm just kind of curious because 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 yeah, this, this tells this you tells us this tells us what we have to do to get those other three down. So which, which is apparently a lot. Ballpark, it's apparently it's a ballpark lot. of one twenty or one thirty because you and I put about a hundred on or the first round we put about a hundred or hundred and ten on it and then that was thirty so it's somewhere in the so 140, 140 range yeah. Uh, the one to the left that Akira was soloing, he did at least how much damage to that? I saw 28 on his first hit. I don't know what was last. About 80. He did 40 on, like 40-ish on both of his others. So that one's like around okay. 100. So actually, that right, one so... should drop pretty easily. Okay, so the one That's to the far good. lower left is actually the easiest target. Good to know. Uh, that said, so we, I yeah, only so have we one focus fire, we should be able to take out one around if we focus fire and if we... Great. Uh, as a move action... Fine. We're fired I, off. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, I actually have to spend a resolve point, and I am going to give a move action to. Who do I want to get? Mo doesn't need one. Uh, I've got my hay circuits. Roji, take it. Uh, I'm where I want to be because I'm going to shoot that nope. one that's right there. Fine. My move action then, if I can see any of them, the, any one that I can see is going to be my get up. People will just have two bl- plus two against it. I like it. That one would be my first choice this one yeah. moves out he moves around the corner sees you all he creates a cone of dark energy that hits mo tuttle rusty give me fortitude saves tuttle's in the 20 in the air about right also you sure about me I've does got... rusty get cover I though got, yeah i got cover there i mean that's not cone if he's got cover it's glass. It's going through the glass. Okay. And he has cover. I'll give, I will give him a bonus. A 30 for Mo. We'll call that a save. We don't need to go to the gym. There you for go. That. Ooh, Rusty. Awfully close. All right. You are okay. You managed to succeed in fighting off the dark energy. And it felt like it was a little hard for you to breathe for a second there. Like you were being suffocated inside your suits, but you were okay now. It was a little, little touch and go there for a second. This one in the left-hand side. This is going to be so funny. I think everyone's going to enjoy this. Most got cover. He runs up to here, and he does a cone to the ceiling right at Akiro as if he can see him. No problem. Give me a oh, no. say. Oh no! Wow. Or, or everyone in the red. Yeah, everyone in the red and Mo. Twenty-two, twenty-two is fine. Oh, thank God. Twenty-five is fine. Rusty, come on! 
Actually, am I... Oh, I'm in the red. Oh, okay. Sorry, I couldn't tell it on it. If that's a cone angled up... Nice, how, Rusty. How does that work? How does that work in three dimensions? It because it's, it's thirty by thirty by thirty. It's up. He's he's hitting it. Doesn't matter. Everyone misses. Uh, actually, Chatter didn't need to an A on. Everyone's fine. No one gets hit. Everyone's fine. I have a feeling if you fail that save, it's bad. <laughs> you once again feel as if you can breathe. Everything's okay. Hey everyone, Steve here. So sorry about that. I forgot to mention that this fight actually stops kind of in a weird place, just sort of just ends. That's because when we were recording, something happened and we had to stop the recording. And I didn't want to continue this fight for various reasons. It's one of these, oh, the episode's already pretty long. But if I continued the fight, the episode might have been like two hours. And an hour is about where I like to finish the episodes. Most people like to listen to podcasts an hour in length plus or minus 15 minutes, and I kind of agree with that. I really don't know how people listen to podcasts week after week after week that are like three or four hours long. I just don't have enough time to listen to one podcast that long. It would, would eat up all my podcast time. So sorry about that. You know, it stopped right in the middle of the fight in kind of a weird location, but don't worry. It picks up next week. The fight continues, and uh, wow, this is it. This is, by the way, the final room. This is the final encounter. And we are almost caught up to this. And I really hope I don't run out of episodes. We really need to record this week and finish up the show. But we only got a couple of weeks left. And then the uh, show's over. I, I can't believe it. We just finished The Fall of Plague Stone. And it was sad. I was, like, really not prepared for it just to end like that. But this is even going to be more devastating in a lot of ways. Because this has been going on for years. It's one of these things you just don't think about it. I'd be curious, how do you guys end your uh, long-term adventures? I've done it a few times, and I uh, usually try to have this, like, pull out all the stops and do really cool things. And I do have a lot planned for the last or second-to-last episode, but uh, it's one thing to talk about it and plan it, and then it's another thing to actually do it. So, yeah, we're, we're getting up to the end there. But don't worry, these guys ain't going nowhere. They're going to be playing some other adventures with you in the near future. So you're going to be able to hear them all bicker with new characters. And that's going to be coming, well, in a few weeks. So let's quickly get to show notes. Don't forget, new podcast every Tuesday, every Friday. And, well, we're going to have some new ones coming out. So I don't even know when those are going to be released in a couple weeks. Do subscribe to us on iTunes and Android and Spotify. And can you please leave some reviews? Do remember to check out Jason's Talking Combat column every single Monday and Talking Plague Stone every Thursday. Do join our Discord where you can play Starfinder. I almost forgot we have a con starting on Monday. It's called Play Discon, where we're going to be playing, well, games on the Discord. And it's an actual convention. If you go to our Discord channel, there is just a couple of slots left for the convention. There's a sign-in sheet and you can join and play. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. You can go to the general channel. You can go to the Starfinder Society or the Pathfinder Society channels. It's listed all over the place, but just join the network real quick. You have until the 20th to sign up and start playing, so that only gives you a few days. If you've ever been interested in what it's like to play on a Discord channel, this is your opportunity. Come on down. Do follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Do check out the Reddit channel and Patreon. I told you, everyone, that we are going to be like ramping it back up, and now we are. 
if you're on the $2 level, you can see previews of the new podcasts. We're going to be posting them on a regular basis. And if you're in the $5 level, you're going to get the podcast and special material before everyone else. So that is going to be, well, we already started it. And we're going to be posting pretty soon some additional podcasts that you can only get at the $5 level. So check that out. Just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com and you can get some cool stuff. And of course, do check out the website. Just go to rollforcombat.com. We got tons of reviews on there. Jason is finishing up his review for the Pathfinder Lost Omens Gods and Magic book. That is a really fun book, and he is going to be posting his review in about a week. So do check that out on the website. Anyhow, this has been a pretty long episode, so I'm going to go. I will see and talk to you next week. See ya. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that Mountain Dew is not one of the four food groups. <laughs>